Yep, definitely colder in here than outside. She's not really interested in the weather. What she really wants to ask is why she ever allowed him to talk her into this. What she really wants to know is why he never listens to her, why her opinion doesn't count. But she doesn't want to start a row, not on moving in day, not when this is supposed to be a new start. Not when, as he keeps saying, he's doing it for her. Done it! Charlie makes that air-punch gesture he does when Arsenal schools, or he kills someone in Call of Duty. It's all up on my site. Listen to this. Making a programme about the Pilchard Street murders? Now you have the chance to film in the very place where the gruesome killings took place. Email to get our exclusive daily rates. People like that, don't they? When you tell them something's exclusive. I guess, but hang on, there's more. Or maybe you just fancy having a photograph taken in the living room where Francis Downham first brought his victims. Or on the bed where he kept them bound and gagged for days on end. Or posing in the bath where he dismembered the bodies. For a flat fee of £75, you can grab yourself a slice of living history. You see what I did with that word, slice? What do you think? It's good, right? It's something Charlie does a lot, answer his own questions as if she is not really necessary to the interaction, as if she might just as well not exist at all. Well, technically, it's not the actual bed, is it? They got rid of all the furniture afterwards, that's what that agent told us. Totally refurbished from top to bottom, he said. Anyway, I just think it'll be a bit weird having a load of strangers tramping around our flat. Abby doesn't look at Charlie when she speaks, addressing her words to a point on the beige carpet. Still, she's conscious of his glare, and knows without having to look that he's doing that thing where he pulls his chin back so the veins stand up in his neck like thick, tight worms. That night, they have sex for the first time in weeks. She doesn't really want to, but she goes along with it. Anything for an easy life. He's unusually vocal, handling her roughly, and falls asleep straight afterwards, while she lies awake in the dark, listening to the muffled sound of a woman crying. She meets her sister, Nat, in a coffee shop while Charlie is out for the day, getting sponsorship for the site. Nat refuses to come to the flat. Ghoulish, she calls it. Abby says it's fine, but confesses there's an area in the living room where she cannot step, instead sidling around it as if it were a bottomless pit a person could fall into and never come out. Once again, Nat tells her to leave him. There are lots of kinds of abuse, she says. Not just physical. Abby's sister has always overdramatized. The meeting emboldens Abby. You get a kick out of it, don't you? She says to him over dinner. The details of what he did to them. What? Babe, it's just about making money. For you, for us. But she's seen the way his fingertips stroke the glossy photographs on the pages of Francis Downham, Anatomy of a Murderer, as if feeling for Braille. After the first night, when she listened to the woman crying, she starts to hear others. Snippets of conversation, whispers, sometimes please. Help me someone, anyone. After a while, it does not scare her anymore. Instead, it helps her feel less lonely. The site begins to make money. 
people wanting photographs, mementos. One man from America asked for pictures of Abby lying on the bed and in the bath, arranged as the dead woman had been. She doesn't want to, of course, but Charlie insists. It's not as if she has to take her clothes off, he says. Now that would be crossing a line. Still, Charlie isn't as happy as he thought he would be. Since they've been living in the flat, something has crept into his bones and is slowly seeping through the rest of him, like damp. He finds he cannot get warm, no matter what. And there's a spot in the living room that's like a mouth threatening to swallow him whole. Now it's he who lies awake at night, listening for noises, while Abby sleeps almost comatose beside him.